This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. Well, the very much time-honoured uh, Carols by Candlelight for Vision Australia is coming up, of course, on the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. Let's chat about some of the services that uh, your funds go towards from Vision Australia and speak to um, the mum of RAF, Francesca Spillane. Francesca, lovely to meet you. Thanks so much for your time. Pleasure. Lovely to be here. Now, uh, RAF has got quite an interesting story. Uh, diagnosed at six months. Um, it was kind of an interesting thought that went around the operating theatre, I believe, when he was born. There was. When Raph was born, he obviously had this beautiful white hair and we had already chosen a name for him. So we had chosen Albie and yeah. we thought that perhaps we might change his name after finding out about his diagnosis. Um, we had some conversations with a lot of people and they all just sort of said, or everyone around the operating theatre they were like, oh, you know, he's just he's just got fair hair like your husband and he's just got fair hair. Maybe your father-in-law has fair hair. And mm-hmm. everyone was just so sure that, um, you know, that he's fair-haired. And then when we got back to the ward, um, he was being pushed around in his little cot around the ward by all the nurses because they couldn't believe how beautiful he was and how beautiful his hair was. Yeah. Excuse the expression, uh, Francesca, what about from a mother's gut feel? Did you sense anything at that particular time? Or I did. I, were, yeah? I did. I, I just, I knew. I was like, are you sure? Kept saying it to the paediatrician. Even at the, I think there was like, you know, two weeks later you go to visit the, well, we went to visit the paediatrician. That was one of the things we had to do. And he was like, no, no, you know, he, he doesn't have albinism. I said, oh, I, I think he... I think he might have albinism. No, no. You know, do you know it's a one in 20,000 chance? I said, okay. And then at the, I think it was about the four month maternity health care, uh, maternity nurse checkup where um, the nurse sent us along to the GP quite quickly, who then sent us on to the ophthalmologist. So when you got the diagnosis, obviously um, relief in a sense, but you know, you probably didn't know a lot about it and I guess the, the sort of learning curve started? Absolutely. We had no, I, I didn't have any idea what it really, what it was, what it meant, what it meant for Raf's life, what it meant for our life as a, you know, as a family. And after the ophthalmologist, we were very, that same day we were connected with, well, he sent an email to Vision Australia and the following day Vision Australia phoned us and have been our support ever since then. So. We were so grateful. We had, and I think it was the following week, an early educational specialist came out and chatted with us and we were very grateful for that. And they chatted to, you know, our immediate family as well about what it meant. I guess it doesn't matter what field you're talking about, but when you uh, have that early intervention, that can make such a big difference, can't it? I mean, obviously, um, okay, four or five months old, it's kind of maybe a little bit uh, after the, event in a sense, but uh, still, I guess, early enough to to really do some good remedial work and preparation. Absolutely. Without the early intervention that RAF's had, I don't think we would be seeing him, you know, having completed all these milestones. You know, he hasn't missed a beat. You know, sometimes people are quite shocked to hear that he's got low vision. I think it's all those strategies and things that have been taught to him by, you know, his OT, speech therapist, physio, or the orientation and mobility team, I'm trying to think. I mean, we, we literally access every service. The paediatric counsellor I've spoken to for advice, like we've, yeah, 
Very, mm-hmm. very well supported. Very lucky. Yeah, I know he's five, so he's off to school next year. But um, what about some of the things that uh, he's kind of uh, interested in them that are fun things? I'm thinking about the, the Felix Library and, and Lego or Lego, depending on which state you're yeah, living in. Loves the um, Felix Library Lego kit. So I know they're, they're quite new. And he loves the Felix Library bags with the books and the touchy-feely books. He gets very excited and we listen to the stories in the car and he takes, he gets a box delivered at kinder. So I believe he'll hopefully get a box delivered at school as well next year. He's very excited. What about that side of things? I guess, you know, we talked about, um, you know, the diagnosis and then it's a steep learning curve. I guess also, and I talk about this a lot on the program, advocacy. I, I guess all of a sudden you, you have to become an advocate uh, even if you don't have an advocacy sort of uh, bone in your body, all of a sudden it's sort of thrust upon you and, and your family in general. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, there's no choice in it. You're just yeah. doing it because that's your, you know, that's our child. And um, I've got this fierce want for him to be able to have the opportunity to experience everything that he can. And, mm. yeah, so we have we have had to advocate for RAF a number of times in different settings and, you know, it's it's learning for us and strengthening, you know, our support and family unit. And we wouldn't be out again, like it's the support of Vision Australia who have our back and who, yeah, support us through potentially, you know, some of the challenging times that we've had. Advocacy and stroke education, uh, Francesca, because I guess you talked about uh, the, the, the staff at the hospital sort of saying, oh, no, it's one, 20, one in 20,000, it's fairly mm. rare. I guess for schools or uh, anyone that might come into your life, you know, there's probably uh, a very limited chance that they'd know someone without yeah. that. Raf's four-year-old kinder, where he's at at the moment, have been fantastic in wanting to know as much as possible. And specialists from Vision Australia have, you know, gone out at the beginning of the year before the term started and they taught all of the teachers um, in his room about everything they need to know about albinism and and how to best teach um, somebody with low vision. And then they're going to do the same with his primary school where he's starting at next year. So, yeah, hopefully that transition will be just as smooth as his transition into four-year-old kinder. I guess if there's one upside, if you like, or one not downside, if I can put it that way, Mm. uh, from my understanding of it, uh, people with albinism, their sight remains pretty stable. It's not like some conditions that can be um, uh, regressive or gen- degenerative uh, as far as albinism goes. You know, in 80, 90, 100 years' time, uh, more than likely uh, RAF's sight's not going to have a change much. I think that that's correct. Yeah, I think by the age of seven or eight, that's the vision that he'll sort of have. That's I think that's what I've been told. So mm. I think we've got another eye test coming up in February. So that will be good at the beginning of the school year. You talked about the, the team of people that are helping you, particularly from Vision Australia. I guess, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's part of your life, if you like, at the moment, but that can be a bit sort of um, regimented in terms of we've got this appointment this day, that appointment that day, uh, you know, a lot of stuff going through your head before, during and after those sort of sessions. Uh, but I, I guess that's kind of, without being crude, that's kind of your lot. Yep. That is my lot. We've learnt to pace things out, though. You know, we've been learning along the way and I think understanding Raf's energy levels and, and you know, what's going to keep him engaged, we've sort of, we now understand one appointment is probably perfect per week 
And <laughs> doing that, we can access every one of our supports on a regular basis and, you know, do those extracurricular things like swimming, you know, and for that to be, a, you know, enough for him as a five-year-old, I guess. What about in terms of uh, sunlight and, I guess, sun awareness? Is that an important thing, uh, sort of at mm. this stage and going forward? We, st- we still have Rath sort of running away from us when we pull out the sunscreen bottle, <laughs> even though we put it on. My husband and I are both quite very fair, actually. So he watches us put it on but still runs a mile and it is. He has to have that on, you know, whenever he's outside, even when it's overcast. Yeah. And, you know, his little glasses that he wears, they turn into sunglasses, transition lens when he's outside, and he always has a hat on when he's outside. The hat he's pretty good at putting on and the glasses, but the sunscreen, yeah, we're, we're working on that still. Have you got a school and that sort of thing picked out for next year? I guess we're getting close to the end of yeah, this year. Yeah, he's, he's completed two transition sessions, and I know that specialists from Vision Australia will be heading out there and they'll be chatting to Raf's prep teacher and mm. and some of the other teachers that he'll obviously have across the year. We're very excited. And I mean this most respectfully. I guess, you know, you and Raf and your family, it's, it's your kind of first time at a lot of these experiences. Uh, the staff at Vision Australia that are supporting you along the way, I mean, they kind of do this every day. So that's probably um, you know, a comforting thing for you to know that uh, there are other people that have gone down this track before yeah absolutely and I think you know I think that the staff don't understand well I'm sure they do but to some extent the impact that they have on our lives Mm. yeah it really 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 makes has made a difference and makes a difference I can call up with any question at any time to any of our any of our um, experts, and they're more than happy to chat with us, chat with okay. me about any of those. It, you know, it, there's no question that's a silly question, essentially. No, no, if there is, I've asked it on this program, so don't worry yeah. about that, Francesca. <laughs> what about as far as uh, uh, Christmas Eve goes? And uh, I guess over the years you would have watched Vision Australia, maybe even uh, before Raf come along, you would have watched and uh, yeah, probably watch it on the pump but through different eyes now. Yeah, growing up, I watched it, and so now, pretty exciting that Rafi gets to be an ambassador for the Vision Australia Carols by Candlelight this year. And he, we went last year to the rehearsals, and he had the time of his life. He, I think, he danced for three hours. <laughs> you know, he was he was asking the backstage um, security to go up on this stage. Um, we just we were laughing, and so we're very excited that he he'd been chosen to do that this year. It's a little bit of confidence. That's not a bad thing, Francesca. Rather than being a bit too shy, overwhelmed by it, yeah. uh, he's kind of a bit of a out there and a, go, a bit of a go getter. Yes, yeah, he he definitely is. Although, <laughs> yeah, he sometimes he can be shy, but majority of the time he's out there and ready to. To have fun. Well, thank you for spending just a little bit of time. Let's give us a little bit of insight into the uh, services that uh, you access through Vision Australia. It's uh, events like uh, carols that uh, I guess, um, you know, we kind of, uh, those that aren't, you know, with children that might be accessing services kind of uh, see it and hear about it and think, oh, it's a great night. But uh, you've given us a wonderful little insight into the sort of difference it can make to a, a person's life. And I guess great up until now that RAS 5, but as I say, in five, 10, 15 years' time when obviously he's doing very well in education or employment or both, you know, that sort of uh, lasting legacy is going to be a, a wonderful thing to hold on to. It's very special that, that there is that lasting legacy 
And I'm sure that he's going to tap into that independently when he's old enough to as well. Mm. Love it. Francesca, to you, Raf, and your family, have a, a Merry Christmas. Enjoy carols and uh, I'm sure you've got a bright and happy future together. And uh, thank you so much again for uh, just a bit of time this evening with us. Thank you. Have a Merry Christmas too. <laughs> there she goes. That's uh, Francesca Spillane, mother of five-year-old Raf with access to services from Vision Australia and uh, one of the ambassadors for this year's Vision Australia's Carols by Candlelight. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia Radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.